This boy and girl are going to be well equipped when the time comes to take their places as worthy members of adult society. All right. Wow. Welcome, y'all. Welcome back to the car with Queen Bee Deanna. Breaking normal for sure, because you're my. This is the third time you've been on the show. No one else has been on the show more than once, even or fourth time if you count the couples interview with Michelle and Keith, which is definitely worth checking out. <laughs> you are, you are good. I'm happy you're being coherent. <laughs> um, I, Deanna's doing this podcast actually live on her Instagram. If you're checking in live from her Instagram, definitely ask questions. Uh, feel free to. Um, pitch in and contribute and be a part of this and if you want to see the recording definitely go to the breaking normal podcast page on my website or on apple itunes and while you're at it to rate review and subscribe it stay very reverent to the gods of the internet known as algorithms and um, check out some of the other episodes and make it part of your daily commute whether you're walking biking hiking a lot of people are doing that and it seems like it's adding a lot of uh benefits to people's lives including ours i would say by doing them it's fun to have this creative constraint and uh to communicate in a way that's coherent that now, now I hear myself. all right so now we are in business okay, holy okay. moly i'm not sure if this is a restart only one of our microphones were on before this and so everyone knows Maybe we can do that after okay cool davina is napping in the back so she's a bit of our creative constraint. We're in our car, live on Deanna's Instagram. Yes. And, and feel free to ask some questions if you have any, and we will cover those. Yep, this. yep. And then um, if you're tuning in on Apple, definitely you can leave your questions in the review section. I'd love to hear what you think about the podcast, what you want to know more of. Rate it, subscribe it, pay the dues to the gods of the internet and those algorithms. And to it's make this, right now. To make this very breaking normal, not only is it 111 right now, but before I got the microphone on, oh, we were, oh goodness, her iPhone's temperature just got too hot, so her Instagram live just shut down. Holy mackerel, we're going to leave those people hanging. We might leave yeah. them hanging about the rabbit question. I was just explaining how last night I got to pretty much share a, almost a whole rabbit with Davina, Araya, and myself. I don't think you ate any, Deanna. I didn't. Um, what, why? Do, what, what, I, that just doesn't really, um, interest me. It, it didn't, I don't, yeah, you know, you can get into the whole debate of what's the boundaries of pets versus animals that You've are You've had a rabbit eating. as a pet before, is that? I have. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, just looking at it didn't feel like something, I mean, I've been eating a lot less meat ever since getting pregnant with Davina and having Davina just because I haven't been craving it. Um, I feel like my intuitive eating habits have just changed and that includes a lot less animal products. And yeah, looking at that rabbit, I was like, you know, that doesn't really, doesn't really do it for me. I like, I like that simplicity of that answer, that non-dogmatic simplicity of the answer that you weren't craving it when you looked at it. Yeah. You know, I had uh, rabbits, and I've also had uh, hamsters, and mm-hmm. our dogs ate our hamsters. Oh, or when I, I'm pretty certain Timothy's hamster got swallowed whole, oh or it was like the whole thing was gone. Uh, mine was a, a bloody mess. Oh my god! I might be flip flopping them, but why I bring that up? Not only for the shock value, or and rem- to reminisce on how shocking that was to me, but is 
for people that are hyper judgmental, and I don't know how this lands on you, Deanna, but you mentioned the line. There is a gray line between pets and food. Mm-hmm. Even in uh, Peru, before we were married, um, I remember eating that guinea pig. Yeah. You didn't want to eat the guinea pig either, did no. you? No, I didn't. That's a delicacy in Peru. And my, from my understanding, some of these people in Peru, correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is how I remember the story. Some of these people will have their guinea pigs as pets that act as composters um, in the kitchen so they can get all the scraps and then eventually they'll eat it as a delicacy. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's so it's I like mean, it's a healthy it's a pet guinea pig. Anyways, I just want to say for my following here that my phone overheated in the window. It's hot here in Colorado, so we're back on it. Yeah, it's crazy. Apologize. One of the uh, snowiest <laughs> winters of my life has been a summer in Colorado, mm-hmm. and one of the hottest summers of my life has been a summer in Colorado. The, the weather and the energy is dynamic through these Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Some Rocky Mountain medicine. But back to the story in Peru, speaking of the, this oh, man, yeah. the Andy Mountains, you saw we ate guinea pig. I, I don't know if you ate any of that. No, Last I night, a rabbit. So that's one topic that's, I think, interesting, the gray matter between what a pet is and what is culturally acceptable food. And yeah. even in our last retreat in Breckenridge, which, by the way, the Tribe Design 12, you labeled as your favorite one my thus favorite, far. My favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Um. We had a lamb, uh, pretty much a whole lamb over the fire that the head of the kitchen, Cole, the master of the kitchen, um, he was properly procuring over a fire by the river throughout a lot of the experience of the event. Did you eat any lamb? I don't think so. Did you, were you part of that fireside chat? Yeah, I was. We had a deep fireside chat about the culture and ethics of eating animals. Yeah, I don't, um, I just. Never really liked Liam. Gave me flavor, and I just, once again, I looked at it, and I was like, no, that doesn't really, doesn't really resonate. doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I remember when I went to Spain, they have a, a, like, one of their delicacies is a very young lamb, and it's like a family dinner, and they do, uh, probably a very similar style that we did it. They even have a name for it, but... That's uh, one thing that I think is pretty crazy, but at the same time, when I mentioned how my dogs ate my hamsters... Where I think it, the, it gets stickier is when someone's very convicted that eating certain animals is wrong or right, and they project that judgment onto other humans. Because I don't know if it's projected upon other animals as much. Like, what happened? Like, do you feel as rageful about a human eating a dog as you would a dolphin eating a fish? I don't feel rageful. Or do you feel as judgmental, <laughs> or like I don't not think I'm not judgmental. a year like a judgmental, angry, oh, like self righteous vegan. vegan? But yeah, I think like generally in the I vegan world, what's what's your judgment? Well, we can start there at one eleven so, now. So there were eleven what's minutes. My question, what's like, your? what do you think about that gray matter of do people are people hypersensitive to eating animals, but are they still as hypersensitive to animals eating animals? I think some of them are. That's why some people feed, try to feed their cats and dogs a vegan food diet. What do you think about that? Well, some cats die because <laughs> they're not meant to eat a well, vegan diet. All cats die uh, well, eventually. Yes, but from <laughs> that sounds like a Game of Thrones quote. Um, but I mean, you know, some dogs thrive on it. We tried giving Araya like a lot of fruits and veggies and whatever, and okay, it definitely wasn't good for her. So. <laughs> on the topic of dogs and cats. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what do you think about the idea of God being dog backwards? Like, is there something more to that than a joke for you? 
And what do you think about this idea from the Breaking Normal book, which I love this quote. I feel like this is one of my true, like genuine quotables that if curiosity killed the cat, then practicality could drown the human spirit. Mm-hmm. I would like for you to to dive into what those topics mean for your heart. Okay, well, one, God, dog, whatever, I think that's uh, <coughs> a little bit of a, a joke. And practicality killed the cat? Is that what you're saying? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, that's all you gotta say about a <laughs> no, dog no, like, and um, <laughs> No, I said the quote from Breaking Normal is something along the lines, if curiosity killed the cat, then practicality can drown the human spirit. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, today I overheard a conversation of someone like wanting to do something, but then I have Let's to talk wait about for what they were doing. Let's talk about what they were wanting to do. Actually, it's uh, a well, great bridge. Well, they were bridge. wanting to sign up for a next um, next tribe design retreat, which is going to be in Sedona, September thirteenth. And everything was like, yeah, I, like I really wanted. This feels like aligned. This is what I overheard from the conversation. I really like feel called to do it, but I'm going to wait for a sign. And I was like in the background, just thinking, no, you're killing your dreams. You're killing it right there. And I've said it on my Instagram so many times. Whenever you tell yourself that you are waiting for a sign, like you are not listening to yourself. You're outsourcing your own, your guidance system, which is all within. Like, you know, if you feel guided, if you feel called, you have that feeling inside of you. You already know you want to do it. So to want a confirmation, an outside sign is really just you saying, well, what if I, what if I mess it up? You know, I, I kind of need something else to blame it on than my own desire. Well, I'm happy you asked about that. And I, I have a sign for y'all. First of all, I, I, am, I love signs. I love omens. I, man, the, the frequency of my, the, I, the synchronicity is my frequency in a way. So I understand and understand that. And I definitely resonate with what you're saying, Deanna, because here's your sign. You're alive. You're breathing. Your heart is beating. You're in this miraculous world made of water, fire, earth, air. Everything is dynamic. Everything is changing. Nothing happens twice. And if you're capable of doing something that you want to do that's on your heart and you can do it um, because money and time – those are all cultural memes and excuses that a lot of people have also used along with practicality, like masked as practicality to – I would say drown their dreams and that's why a lot of rich uh, graveyards might be the richest place on earth metaphorically in a way this is your sign go for it and this is Deanna has, looks like she has something to add in there and I was, I'm happy to hear that yeah um but th- I, this is also the first time <laughs> this is a sign that this is the first time that we've announced Sedona on the podcast this is official ju- ju- and uh, I haven't even oh yeah that's right I made a post about it yesterday okay um Tell us, tell us, tell us about this tribe design. Oh, yeah. Also, I want you to ask some questions if you have some good questions for us to dive into. But, yeah, you know, it's not just a sign that you're alive because you say that about anything. This the this is what I'm passionate about, making like having people go inwards to find their own source of power and intuition because that gut feeling is, is really the brain that you should be listening to. So when you start by saying, I really want to do this, I really feel called to do this, but I'm going to wait for a sign. Then you're already like you're killing your dream right there yeah, by get that not butt out of there. By not taking action. I understand that it can be scary, but understand that the universe always has your back, always. So it's always working for you trying to make things work 
and happen for you when you follow your desire. And there's a difference between, oh, I want a new Tesla or I want a Gucci bag or whatever. That's a different kind of desire. When it's that desire that's straight from the core of your being, that feels good, that you know it's going to improve your being, your relationships, your way of communicating, your way of living, that's a different kind of desire. And once you follow that that is the sign you're looking for. And then you got to have faith. I can't tell you how many things I've done, including the very first retreat that I went on where I met Dan. I didn't have the money. I didn't have, I told this story so many times. I didn't have the money. It was tick all the boxes of why it would not work. And I would come home back to Denmark broke and all the things. And that didn't happen because I just knew, I told everyone, I can't explain it. I don't want to, I don't know what it is. I just have to go. And I called up some friends borrowed money and I went and everything worked out I would say best case scenario <laughs> now Dan's phone is out that's fine and Great. it's really like once you follow it and once you're doing it from that pure passion standpoint you're going to be supported and even though it might not always look like the way that you want it to look like it might not come from the direction that you're hoping but it's still doing the very best for you to be able to do the things that you want to do there's things that i've been wanting to sign up for where i was like i know this is a part of my path i currently or whatever at that moment did not have the money i had the money for a deposit uh pause due to poor connection what is that anyways i um i didn't have the money other than for the deposit and I paid that and I was like, I know this is going to happen. And I just waited patiently, kept my vibration high, followed my intuition, my guidance. This is what I want to do and it's going to happen. And the money came because that's what I wanted to do. And I knew it was right and I had faith. Now, faith is a very, that's a very strong topic as well that I know it scares a lot of people. The unknown is scary for a lot of people. Unfamiliarity and doing things that are new and outside of their comfort zone it's so scary for people and I get it and that's why I one of the reasons I honor you so much and you embodying what I describe as the divine feminine is because you offer that unknown to me in a nurturing way and I do I think we've been affirmed like yeah we have you said one story about this money thing yeah we have countless ridiculous stories of jumping to find out where are like how our wings work I mean if people knew the level of faith and like a radical outside of our comfort zone that we live, I mean, people would be shocked. And well, that's why people most have people try to do it. Uh, mo- people, a people lot of people have, have tried to do it and join, and they're like, "We can't do this. This is too much." And that's that's what's not being shown at the at the forefront of. I mean, I try to be as transparent as I can possibly be with all of the things that we go through and live through, but you know, one can only share so much, and there is so much. I mean. Yeah, it's yeah, really those interesting. Moods you're to, not to wanting s- to turn the camera on are probably pretty intense. <laughs> I, I don't think like the mood, like the the times you're talking about that might have been extremely challenging to faith. I'm not sure if it was your priority to turn the camera on oh, and start filming at those points. No, definitely not. But that is that is to say that even though you know a lot of what you see on Instagram and a lot of accounts, you see the snippets of them like making a lot of effort, waking up at sunrise, driving to that 
gnarly location or hiking for you know, 30 hours out. to get that one photo and that's like oh that's such a you know that's a, such an amazing lifestyle yeah but what about all the work a lot of people don't want to do the work they want to like live where they're living or maybe somewhere else and do the job that is okay like they don't hate it but they don't love it because they know how much money is coming into their bank account they know what they, they can calculate everything and that keeps a level of comfort that uh, coffin of comfort. Coffin of comfort. Yeah, comfort, man. It's such uh, I and I, you know, I I can't blame you. It's it's comfortable, and not everyone is equipped for the crazy travel lifestyle. And this is just to say that there is a lot. I, it has tested my level of faith, and I can't even I can't even begin to tell you the many miracles we've seen. But it's like right at like we got five minutes till deadline. Where is this mir- miracle going to come from? And it comes every time, and it's scary. And I, I mean, I even told Dan last night. I was like, "Can we like let's let's settle down? Like I we know how to work with the faith and all the things, but you know there's there comes a point where it's like let's." We don't have to play in that field all the time, which we've been doing a lot, and it comes with this traveling lifestyle. And so that's something that we're working on switching up. We just got to decide on a location. So if you think you live in the most epic place in the world, um, let me know. We're open. Well, and on that <laughs> note, that with this tribe design example of the person that was on the, the applicant that was on the call today. I hear it so often. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, but I just like You're people sexy. like when they cut themselves off with, I'm just going to wait for a sign. It's like, I just want to go up and like slap it out of their head. Literally. And that would be probably pretty helpful. If you, like, if you I had permission, a nice little slap in the head. That, if, like, I, if that was me on that call, I would have been like, listen up girl. I'm going to tell you something. It's, but I hear it so often. I think it becomes like a part of this spiritual, um, you know, it is spiritual bypassing essentially because oh, I'm going to, you know, the angels are going to guide me. And if it's really meant to be, I'll get a sign. And then I'm like, no, you are the sign. You know, because you have all the feelings, you have all the answers inside, everything that you're looking for. It's such a cliche at this point. You got all the answers and all you need inside of you, but you really do. And once you listen to learn to listen to that guidance system. So it sounds like you were judging her that she wanted to come to Sedona, like oh. in her gut. Yeah. And then it got heady around the, yeah. the actual making the decision. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because I was talking about it um, on the last dream call the other day about standing in your power and listening to, to your intuition really comes with standing in your power as well. And it was around sleep paralysis and how that's the place where you're in between worlds and oftentimes people experience scary things or entities or they just sense something in the room and I was telling them how to stand in their power and a lot of some of them were had had some challenges with it for some that you know experience sleep paralysis a lot and the the challenge becomes because I told them you have the power to choose to tell people to back out of your space if you don't want them there and the same comes with entities and so you can tell it hey back off like that's you standing in your power but when you're not for people that have a hard time with that it's because they're in their head so rationally they can think yeah I know I'm more powerful and I'm light and it's dark and light is always going to win whatever it becomes this heady process and then it's really hard to maybe like win um over whatever kind of be it like the little 
shadow that's whispering in your ear that you can't afford it, you can't do this, or it's like something in the room that you sense and you're scared of possession and whatever. But once you drop your mind into your heart and you start thinking and feeling from your heart and work from that space, I mean, this was a whole, you know, energetic exercise. You start navigating from the heart and then you take the mind out of it and then you start feeling. And once you can feel things, well, then you know if it's right or wrong. I don't like using the word right or wrong, but for um, better understanding, we'll use right and wrong or good or bad. But once you start navigating from the heart and you're feeling things instead, it becomes so much easier. You know, does this feel good or does it not? That's a lot easier to navigate. Then there's obviously, yeah, maybe it doesn't feel good because it's scary and it's the unknown. That's where the mind starts to kick in again. So long story short, operate from the heart and not the thinking mind that wants to think about it, sleep on it, dream about it. I mean, I encourage dreaming about things that you want to create, but yeah. But not using it as an excuse. No, no. Um, wow. There's, thank you so much for sharing all that. You're on a rock and roll. And I, I get passionate about this. <laughs> on, so, and you even mentioned the best place to be. Well, part of tribe design, as you know, is being in the best places in the world at the best time to be there to design this, the best tribe mm-hmm. as, as efficiently as possible. So Sedona in September is by no accident. And it's probably by no accident that the call you heard today. Actually, that person was born in Sedona. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, uh, I love it. I love when locals are applying to these international experiences. But you be coming off Breckenridge, what you're judging to be the best event ever, and looking at the properties of Sedona. And one of the things we don't do is list the price. Firstly, we don't know what the price is was going to be once we get the accommodations right now we're looking at different accommodations so we're offering a really good deal so i'm like now i'm curious for these people that may have in the past allowed stories or impractical limitations around money or time or putting a damping dampening their desires like who do you think desires who would desire to come to this event and how would you walk through them through the the process because i think so many people are watching us and living vicariously through us and and that's not my goal my goal is for you to get involved and that deanna probably would think i do that too much at the events but i want to remind people like this shakespeare knew us up this is the stage of life are you being the actor are you being the producer are you being the audience or are you pretending to be stuck in one role so i'm wondering if someone is the desires bubbling up to joining us in sedona and why would someone want to join us in sedona for this event and can you like walk them through like maybe pick an avatar maybe the girl that we talked to today a little bit i mean it really comes down to faith again and it's something that you can't i don't know if you can really it's like people that want to quit smoking or go like lose weight it does they can talk about it all they want it doesn't happen till that moment when they had enough and they might say oh i'm so tired of it and i'm like i'm ready to lose weight and i want to eat healthy it doesn't change until you're actually ready and that might mean you complaining about certain things and talking about it for another couple of months but you're not ready till you're ready and you know one can attempt to talk you through it and be like yeah you know encouragement motivation but you have to feel ready and for the person that feels like they've they're ready for a change they feel stuck they don't feel heard they don't feel 
acknowledged in their community relationships they don't feel like they have something in common they have all these tools maybe but they're not sure how to put them into practice they want clarity guidance they want to release some more baggage um it's for you it's for you if you're ready to let go of the stories let go of all the things that you think are not serving you and maybe dive deeper into the subconscious patterns that could be limiting you from actually moving forward and to get there i mean heck i the retreat that i came on are you kidding me that was like a two-day retreat we're doing four days now it was in albany new york in september it was like i don't even know i mean i guess the weather was fine but whatever my flight was so much more than that um, was a crazy experience for us planning that because so we had a thing scheduled in downtown in manhattan like it was new york city and then they changed like that dropped through that fell through and they're like holy mackerel and then our friend stepped up and offered his parents place so it was unique that was a unique experience every experience is so unique those house experiences but anyways I, i say house experience because it becomes more of a tribe like it's really it's unique rather than what we get when we get the bigger retreat centers it's a little more people in their own quarters anyways um i was saying i paid more for the um like the flight itself flying from Denmark than I did the retreat which was expensive enough for two days that's what I was thinking at least but you know what the what I got out of it was friends all over the world I mean not to mention baby husband all the things Araya (laughs) I got so much more out of it than just like people start to get calculated when money comes in money is like great way to control people and I get it it's scary we need money to you know, live, eat, do the things that we want to do. But a lot of people are scared because of worst case scenario. And this is something else I, I dove into in the dream course. Worst case scenario is not as bad as you think. Like if oh, you really I would say the worst what, case scenario is someone focusing on the worst case scenario potentially. Well, that too. But sometimes I think people have this idea of like, oh, we can't, we can't let hap- that happen. But then what? Like what if you let that happen? That thing that you're scared of, let's say you spend all... Uh, all the money on doing this one thing that you wanted to do, whether it be like going to this retreat or taking a yoga teacher training in Bali or whatever it is. What would actually happen? I'm just curious. Like what would the worst case scenario be that you wouldn't maybe have money to stay in the apartment or place that you're living? Okay, you would find a new place to live. Maybe move in with a friend. Maybe move in with your parents for a little while until you get back on your feet. But you would have all these new tools. Worst case scenario is really not as bad as people entertain Yeah, I think the biggest complaint, and you heard it somewhat, we just had a post-integration retreat call. It seemed like they're the biggest challenge. I'm saying complaint, exaggerating. The biggest challenge for a lot of people is they feel like they have so many new tools and like a new perspective and feel like all these opportunities at their fingertips now and they're like what do i do well not just that but i mean i've i've warned you this is not we had a a person come to retreat once and and she was like oh i thought this was just gonna be like food and yoga and whatever and we were like 
she was being really challenged by like pushing boundaries, digging deep into patterns and some cots of yeah it's not behavior. a place that's easy to project or like a uh, limit oneself if, if someone no. like ex- expresses a limitation it almost starts to sound like a confession and that they're looking for support and everyone's like oh no no there's this is how you this is how you make that work there is really not a place yeah, for so excuses a- anyways i just want to make it clear this is not i mean maybe some retreats but the tribe design retreats are not uh, not that, you know, the one that I just did in Georgia was less about diving into your patterns and whatever, but, um, this is definitely not for the faint of heart, but what was I getting at? I lost my train of thought there. I think you just went on some new tracks. Uh, Yeah, maybe I did. Um, maybe I did. The point is like, don't, if you feel the call to go, Oh, yeah, yeah, the tools. Like, you'll get so much, regardless of what it is. If you feel called to do that thing that's a practice that's going to expand your your toolbox, then you have, like, sometimes you got to spend money to make money. I've, like, I've done that so many times in my life. And you have, so if you want to teach yoga. Can you judge me for uh, some of the ways I interact with money? And like the, in the ways it's like the fun ways. And then also, I also want to honor your Instagram viewers mm-hmm. and see if they have any questions. Cause I know Davina was stirring the back any there. Any chance you're coming to Europe? I would love to. I mean, if someone has an amazing, uh, house, to, you know, retreat center or, you know, maybe an audience or I mean, we probably have enough for ourselves. Like if there's someone that has a great idea, a great setup, I know someone was asking us, uh, I think, um, what is that country? That you've been to the Middle East where people thought you were from that country. Israel? Yeah, I think a woman, but I the messages get lost in my inbox sometimes and I don't know how to find it again. So this is like, if you message me and ask me something and I'm not responding, very likely it got lost. Unless you have a long dream interpretation you want me to go into, I probably won't go into that. I'll give a quick plug. But I'll tell on. you that. So anyways, she was asking how much it would be for us to come down and like host a retreat host in Israel. A retreat, and I can't find the message now. It's oh, like, I'd wow. like to go to Israel. Hey, Israel, lady, come back. So yeah. And also I want to mention that, you know, whatever it is, spend money to make money and you get so much more out of it than what you might that, you know, friends all over the world, new tools. They to get might into. even realize that money is a game. And it's like we're playing this game of Monopoly. And yes, play wisely. But if once, I, I believe that we all have access to all the money in the world. Everyone, everyone that's listening to this is one idea away from making more money than they could ever dream of. But more than the idea is to take full action on it. Yeah. And to always have that faith. Otherwise, you've lost to realizing that money's a game, baby. Oh, yeah. It's a game. Your, your uh, if you want to, if you yeah, want to. I, I thought that, that could be fun. I was thinking that also but, what's most personal is most universal. They might want to hear about that because I don't even know how to describe how I deal with money. Yeah, well, you know, on that note as well, there has been a lot of couples. Like if you're in a, in a relationship and you feel like there's just like some stuck energies, you're not sure how to navigate it, bring your partner. Like, you know, we've had couples like decide to stay together, make babies, uh, decide to divorce, move country, quit their jobs. Like these are some of the things that happen after, you know, and a lot of things are set into motion. So just, yeah. Thank you for preparing them for the vortex. And if you feel aligned, apply. Apply ASAP uh, because if you get there before we make a decision on the accommodations, you may get a very better deal. Yeah. Um, well, 
on that note, your her Instagram just turned off. We have some technical challenges here in the heat of Colorado before we were dealing with the cold. Oh, and I was going to say a quick plug for Israel. Israel is one of the greatest places on earth, in my experience. Um, Tel Aviv is one of the fittest and like most socially awesome towns I've ever been to, right along the beach. There were waves you can actually surf and the sea. And then um, that's really close to Jerusalem, which is like the ultra-spiritual melting pot, the ultra-religious melting um, pot. Astro-location, astro-cartography, geography, whatever you want to call it, Iran, Iraq, Baghdad are some of the best places for me to go. And I'm like, yeah, the likelihood of me moving there is maybe very small, but um, that's very interesting and fascinating. Well, maybe Israel is in those that range because... I haven't Special area. I also felt a little less at ease, and that could be just kind of stories I heard. But there was a lot of talk. It was like uh, talk about violence mm, and yeah. terrorist attacks in very casual ways that were a little disarming to me. Yeah. If that makes sense. And then the Dead Sea. Holy moly, that thing is amazing. That will change lives. The Dead Sea will change lives. <laughs> And then, um, okay, well, yeah, you can ask them if they want. Deanna yeah, got her Instagram turned back another, on, so uh, overheating of the phone. We're back, and I thought I would turn. Oh, but it now on that's because... giving me a bunch of feedback. Oh shit! <laughs> wow, technology giving us it's technology you is making what? sure we're right true here, to we're our course. Right here, right here, right now. So Dan had a fun question, and I thought um, maybe some because it was money related, and I figured that maybe that would be a fun one to uh, just get back on, <laughs> back back on here with. So. Um, what was your question? Some of the ways that you... <laughs> you were like uh, kind of judging a stereotype of ways people deal with money. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was wondering, what, what do you think? How, how do I deal with money? And at that time, you were kind of, it was sounding positive. I know you could probably go into the, you You say it how you want to say it. You say it how you want to say it. How you deal with money. You're like, you know you what? I, ju- I your judgment. I am... A little bit disturbed, but <laughs> more so incredibly inspired by how you spend and make money. Um, I don't know anyone other than you that, <laughs> I mean, it could be a shadow side, but whatever, um, has as much delusionally optimistic faith when it comes to money and things working out. There's times where I'm just like, how are you like how are you even thinking like that like how like i just don't work that like i like having a little more of a cushion that's where i feel more at ease and i feel more inspired to create dan is the more masculine uh, left brain that's like oh we're down to like whatever crunch time okay let's go new project and i just you know you have so much faith and it's really, really inspiring. But at the same time, I think because you have that, you're like, yeah, spend money on this, spend money on that. And I'm like, let's save. Like that's, we, we're so opposite in so many ways. And I'm much more calculated, like with some things. And there's certain things when like, I'm just more of a feeler. So I'll, I'll feel into things. I don't really think about things. Um, But Dan is just like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this and let's do that. And I'm like, let's, let's save let's not spend all that money on all those things that i consider to be a little wasteful well i'm sure to you they're very um beneficial maybe but i consider them a little wasteful and we definitely have a there's there's a balance yeah um 
Thank you. Thank you. I, we could go into more details about that. In the meantime, do they have any questions for any you? Any questions, guys? Cause I because I thought that was a fun the, way to incorporate your audience into the Breaking Normal podcast. The um, the questions on the last, if there was any on the last video, they might have, I don't And do you have, have any sips of water by any chance? I do. Oh, look at you all packed. And Davina is blessing us with a long nap a long here. Nap. I love it. What a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing. Yeah. Questions, ask away. Anything. Radical questions. Come on. You got it. This is your chance. It's going on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I really appreciate how sometimes you also push me because there's times where, you know, I've had moments of allowing my, my thinking mind to creep in to things that I really wanted to do and then I have like you're really good at like snapping me back into what I know which is following my intuition it's like yeah yeah I, I know I'm supposed to do this because it feels good there's so much power in following your gut and your intuition and not your mind okay here you go I got a question for you before you go to the Instagram on my topic my response to your judgment of me and money uh -huh. which I thought was very funny and I enjoyed very much so um, and I enjoy, not only enjoyed, I still enjoy truth tense, baby. Learn that at tribe design. Come on and breaking normal. Um, what's the difference of someone being $10 in debt to a hundred dollars in debt to a thousand dollars in debt to a hundred thousand dollars in debt to a million dollars in debt to $10 million in debt? What the difference is? Yeah. It's just a number on screen. Cool. That's like, when I think of how I think of money, that's kind of how I think of money. I, I know. And I think what the difference is, is what we alluded to earlier, which is practicality. And man, can that dampen the human spirit, especially the creative spirit. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that don't want to go into debt. And I, like, I, you know, everything with reason. I'm not saying be completely irresponsible and get <laughs> 10 credit cards and max them all out. Um, but... <laughs> Not done. But like I said, sometimes you got to spend money to make money. And so many people are so busy trying to be calculated around, oh, I can't go into debt because then so and so and so. But, you know, what if going uh, $2,000 into debt is the, what, the very thing that's going to make you $500,000? You just don't know. How far do you think we are away from a culture that doesn't even have money anymore? Heck. Probably not too far. Anyways, some questions. I'm, I'm curious when Davina grows up if money's going to be a thing still. Anyways, did they got some for um, us? Because I'd love to hear. something about a retreat center in France. You know, I'd love to go to France. Man, the um, second retreat center in France someone's telling us about. Is it the Raw same? till 4. We're not raw till 4, but I think it's amazing. Amazing idea. Uh, why not? Oh, cool. Raw till 4. What do you think about what Deanna said? I think you kind of answered that, didn't you? Oh, cool. Yeah, I, yeah. What do you do not to let negative people get into your minds and try and control our feelings? Well, you know, I think most of the time people don't really try to control our feelings. They don't consciously try to. A lot of the time it just so happens that people let other words and expression get to their feelings. And so I think when you're able to have a more objective view on the things that are being expressed, life you just observe things instead of taking it personally. Say, oh, okay, you look at this person there. It's like, wow, they're, are they actually trying to hurt my feelings right now? Like you just look at it, observe it, question it. 
then you don't take things personally. It becomes you become the observer of the situation of yourself and of the other person. And when you're observing that from like a bird's eye perspective or higher self, whatever word you want to use, things no longer affect you in the same way. It's um that that way because when you let people have control over you you're giving your power away once you stand in your power and say someone might say oh you're a selfish whatever that's usually one of the main triggers people don't want to be selfish and like you know what i know i'm not selfish i'm taking this time for myself because that's what i need and then you just let the other person sit with they probably have a hard time uh, taking time for themselves or prioritizing themselves or following their dreams or their passions that's their experience and they're projecting something whatever their story is onto you and you don't need to be become a part of that and so you just you distance yourself from that and say oh wow you look at them they're going through something i don't need to take part of that because i know my true story and that's not that water off a duck's back baby but most of the time we only get triggered when we think there's some sort of truth to it when we feel like something is true just a tiny bit we get a little offended and so if you get triggered it tells you about something about yourself it's like wow do you think there's some truth to that do you think like am i really like maybe i am a little selfish sometimes maybe i am uh you know whatever it might be and there is i think there's a difference between especially in my vocabulary of selfishness and selffulness and I think in order for this, uh, for me to be able to nourish people with this bottle of water right here, it first gets to get full. And I think the human body gets full from the inside out in this way, in this type of energy. And our energetic body, our energetic field is an inside out job. She said, so, thank you. You made me cry with relief. Oh. So <laughs> That's nice. And I think I've decoded a little culture around this, and it's maybe to echo what Deanna said, but to consider that the trends I've seen, most of the time when someone's angry or resentful or bitter or trying to rain on your parade, you're reflecting something they don't understand about themselves, reflecting some or something they want for themselves and they don't know how to get, or something they don't like about themselves. So maybe let them have their own experience and not to play God so much to think you're in charge of someone else's experience because how you reacted to or didn't react to their projection. Well, you know, I also want to just emphasize that you, you have power. Like this is what I talk about. Dream world, awaken world, all the things you have a choice and you have power. And so I get a lot of questions from moms as well. Like, you know, asking about, they don't, and not that we have to get into vaccine debate, but, um, you know, I don't want to vaccinate my child, but my doctor is like forcing me and saying all the things. And this is just one example. And I'm like, you have a choice. You just say no. And I, I think a lot of times people are scared of people in authority, you know, doctors, government, police, all the things. As soon as they have a uniform on, they're a little bit like, oh, I oh, should listen. Oh, that's a big thing. You, I recommend reading Virus of the Mind. In addition to breaking normal, mm -hmm. Virus of the Mind really decodes how the, like, the power of a white coat and propagating memetics, which are the genetics of culture, which are ideas that spread like viruses. Yeah, and I mean, in all of those areas, whatever it might be, I am passionate about showing you 
how to stand in your power and that comes with you know learning how to not let yourself be affected by other people's energies and words and projections and knowing how you can navigate and you have a choice in life of what you want to experience what you want to attract what you want to um whatever it is what you want to create you have a choice the conversations you want to listen to the friends you want to have because what you do while awake impacts what you dream about at night which then impacts what you do while awake mm. again so the all the things you the know what cycle. what are you consuming what are you watching what are you listening to are you listening to friends bicker and complaining are you listening to you know what are you consuming more so than just the food which we were talking about in the beginning there's so many things that we consume through all avenues and areas of our life. And there's so many things we don't have to consume. And I think that's what you're alluding to is the being able to put up a boundary to someone's energy or someone's idea or even simply saying no. And to bring this full circle back to earlier, what we were talking about as well, the dogs. I think this is where a lot of dog violence, unnecessary dog violence, not all of it, but unnecessary dog violence comes from is people not being able to put boundaries up because dogs yeah. don't speak English. They speak in energy. Well, that's and a lot of times when a dog is not sure if it's the beta or the alpha, it has something to prove or if it's intimidated by someone else's fear, man, like we got as a human race. So I'm passionate about this because of this whole pit bull controversy that allegedly, according to the law, we're not even allowed to bring Araya into certain Let's places. Just say like a golden retriever went straight for Araya's neck and got her a little hole in her neck. <laughs> golden retriever. Okay. Yeah, so this whole saying. like dog breed racism <laughs> thing that still exists. I'm like uh, pretty passionate about this, and the freaking but this boundary have... shows up with animals. Like this is why pe- how some people interact with animals, including dogs, are like, what the hell? Well, heavens? that's because people don't know that you're not supposed to treat your dog like a human baby. Most people get dogs because they really want babies and kids, and it's a trial. But anyways, uh, <laughs> most people just don't know that you know you're not supposed to treat and talk to it and act towards it like it's a human and so that's you know that's just another topic um and someone did ask me about vaccines recently if i have a podcast about that and didn't we make a youtube video about this we did what's it called but what's it called i don't remember yeah because you're like sometimes you don't want to get into those gray areas well when i when i'm it's the and thing I'm like, that, yeah, like, let's go there. I'm not sure if I want to get involved in that energy. Well, you can just... It, it kind of goes... It's another boundary I'm putting up in a way. There are certain no. times I'm less direct on but purpose. But listen, it was on my channel, and you could just say your opinion. <laughs> public. Yeah, public. But you are not. You don't have to read the comments. You don't have to do anything other than share your opinion and your... like. It, would you do that in a very politically correct way? Whoa. Some just called me politically correct. I That's did. a rare one. I did. I did. Sometimes you are. Like but someone normal. is asking, how do you act on triggers that are true? That's a little bit of a different topic. Oh, I'll say it. Sensationalize it. Sensationalize it. Like, And some people are so, like, they're scared to look emotional or scared to raise their voice. Like, I'm not saying to raise your voice to the person that's triggering you necessarily, but you can go scream at a tree. You can go outside and rage. Like it, I would say sensationalize it. And, I, and I'm not saying scream therapy as a way of bypassing what's happening in the moment. That's another topic that we also probably dive deeper into tribe designs. But it would be to amplify the sensations in your body so that can pass through you. Because a lot of times the issues in the tissues, these emotions that might be 
um, blocked for a long period of time may have gotten stored in deeper ways than just thoughts. So I would say get the sensations flowing there and then tell the truth in a safe way. Tell the truth. What do you mean? Oh, if someone's like extremely triggered and they're angry, like don't resort to exaggeration. To them, like how do they like overcome? What's Uh, your version of how do they feel it? Feel it. Feel that trigger, baby. Is that gonna make it go away? I would say, yeah, I would let it flow. You know, I think when someone resists something, it can persist or get stored easier than if they feel it and they experience it. (laughs) (laughs) If you feel like something is true. Um, and you get triggered, let's say, um, you're a woman, you're, you feel insecure about your looks or your weight and someone made a a comment about your weight and you feel, uh, triggered about that and that makes you feel sad, maybe angry, even more insecure, whatever. It's triggering to you because you feel that it's true and you're not happy with your body. Then you get to look at, oh, okay, I felt a little triggered that, person made a comment about my weight wow okay maybe I am unhappy about my weight well if I am unhappy about my weight or how I look why am I not doing something about it you get to self-question yourself about whatever the topic is so if I'm insecure about it or it's triggering to me well what does it tell me on a deeper level and then why am I not doing something to change it so that that's not a thing because it's usually something when it's triggering it's something that we don't like so our weight or maybe the way that we act or the way that we relate to others or something of that liking. How, why are you not doing something about to change it and what is it telling about the situation? So keep questioning yourself and then allow yourself to feel what comes up. One of the main issues for any kind of health issue or whatever it might be that you're experiencing on a, on a physical level is because we store things. So many times when we, you might feel like crying if someone just, I don't know, you, you have a bad day and someone said something and you feel like crying, but you're just like, I'm not going to cry because I just moved this glass and because that would be ridiculous. And then we store it. We just swallow it and we store it and it sits in our body. And then we have to do all these kind of awesome tribe design cacao ceremony breath work experiences to release all that trauma from the body. But we, and then we have to do the work to then get it out. So it's easier to just get it out in the first place. And that's where, you know, maybe you're not surrounded by people that uh, support that kind of uh, conscious release or expression and you know then you get to maybe invite that into that's another thing like a lot of people they come on these retreats and they learn all these all these tools of how to communicate and and relate and then they go home and people are like what but it upgrades your life and in that sense you get to share that with others so you know if you're not in a relationship where you can express what's coming up for you it's like wow you know you said that and I noticed that that made me feel a little insecure I guess I there's a part of me that's still insecure about my body. You know, you start to be able to have those kind of conversations with people and it just opens up for a whole nother level of relating and conversing and being with each other instead of the shallow talks. So I feel like that was maybe a little bit of a tangent rabbit trail, but I trust that answered it. Uh, that's awesome. Thank <laughs> you. I, I love our, I love the differences and similarities in our answers and um, the and the am I triggered? Are you triggered? Yeah, am I triggered? Why? I was wondering. I was wondering if I was triggered when you said this is my version. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get a little triggered when I say things. Yeah, you got that sharp tongue, girl. 
Um, why don't he likes be, my sass because Ned because we're extending our partnership with them and I'm so stoked about that we might even get one of the founders on the show we don't, you want to tell us about what you just put on your lips a quick uh, oh, yeah, reference the, the in Ned, case someone hasn't heard of makes, this um, the the CBD oil they make these amazing lip balms and you know what they have a cardamom if you know me I'm a fan of anything cardamom and they have a car- this is a peppermint one I don't Davina kind of played with the other one and got all she almost, weird she but- pretty much almost ate it which is what I've said this but I'll say it again I love that she almost ate that compared to um, a random lipstick not that Deanna I'm sure Deanna is more conscious with your choices but this yeah. is like okay Davina all ate clean. some <laughs> organic awesomeness stuff. it's truly the best CBD yeah we're working on getting some better discount codes for you and extended ones so yeah and the ones right now is helloned.com slash breaking normal and then you get 15% off your first order and yeah I'd recommend it we we haven't recommended so many brands but you know if they're breaking normal this enough this is the first brand I've actually ever recommended that we've gotten a sponsorship from I think a lot of people ask me um, about you know certain things and I get hit up from a lot of companies like do you want to promote this do you want to promote that I've never said yes everything that I've always everything that I've posted has always been something that I've bought with my own money and um, this one they gave me <laughs> this one they gave me and but I love it and that's just to say that I am really particular about what I share because I know that you guys listen and I know that you guys you know take our advice serious and so I don't just promote shit just to make money or just to share something so that I can get a free something I would rather just buy it test it out see if it's actually something that I stand by and then I share it with you guys so that's just to say I don't um I don't do that what's up baby and that's so to I be actually <laughs> really really like this CBD. That's awesome. And if you're wanting that CBD and that deal, the Breaking Normal deal, go to the breakingnormal.com slash podcast page and you'll see all the sponsors, including the I one. I think with... I have a thing on my highlight on my Instagram. Great, great. However you want to get it, get that nid. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, Davina's waking up. And uh, do you have a question you want to wrap this up with from your Instagram skis? No, no one's. People are quiet listening. Cool, cool. I think. Cool, cool, cool. Question the questions. Judge the judgments. Come on, be fast. Love the things you share. What do you think about Oh, oh. the hot temperature. <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> this is crazy joke. stuff going on in I here. Did, I just I didn't get to read the question. That That's is awesome. hilarious. That's what do awesome. you think? I, so I guess we get to come up with our own last question. Well, yeah, and on that note, also one more thing: P- apply for this tribe design ASAP. If you want, if for, if a money is a thing, discount. get a your application in ASAP, and I think you'll get a much better deal depending on some details that we're working on. Um, bah, 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 bah. You, know, you want to ask a few questions? You want to go back and forth for a minute until the Davina doesn't let us, uh, or should we just go? Is that my question? No. It sounds like you are you have something you want to ask. That's what I asked. <laughs> so you want me to ask you a question? It's your turn. Um, what's your favorite thing that I've done the past two days? I think uh, the one that came to mind today was like when I was stretching and you uh, out in the sun and doing my breath work and then you just got like naked in front of me and like we're naked sun timing <laughs> with your legs spread like right in my view. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I guess that's That fair. was the first one that came to mind. That was the first one. I can't, I'm amazed you're about to depart 
Dan is about to leave for how many nights? Oh yeah, five. Uh, five uh, nights. Five nights. Whoo! Timberwolf team. Timberwolf's coming in. Okay. Um, how do I see my life? What are you video? most excited about your trip? Your trip coming up. Oh, all the transformation that's going to happen after. Um, it's like every time I go, so much is set into motion. So much is cleared. So much is. I develop and learn and like I just get so many tools and I get girl time with Bridget and yeah I'm excited about a lot of things. Davina is giving us the shocker right now. That's you definitely thing. check out the podcast video on the Breaking Normal Cup podcast page if you want to see this. Shaka. Yeah. Uh, do you have another one for me? Want to flip flop one more time? Um. What do you miss the most about me when I'm gone? I think your total presence, like you, like your essence, your being, your spirit, your body, like you being around and all the good things that comes with <laughs> and the things I'm like, yeah, those are challenging too. <laughs> uh, what about see. me? I thought that was the last question. This is <laughs> yours. Question: this is, What I miss the most about you? Um, yeah, your there's something about just your smell and your essence. I like having you around. All right. <laughs> right Till next time, y'all. Keep breaking normal. This boy and girl are going to be well equipped when the time comes to take their places as worthy members of adult society.